0: Hello and welcome to this IBR Extra, a podcast from the Iowa Business Report. Presented by Advance Iowa, leading successful business, innovation, growth, and transitions. Search for Advance Iowa on LinkedIn and Facebook and get more at AdvanceIowa.com. I'm Jeff Stein. In the 105th edition of our program, which aired during the first weekend of January 2022, we discussed priorities for the 2022 Iowa legislative session. Two Eastern Iowa organizations, the Cedar Rapids Metro Economic Alliance and the Iowa City Area Business Partnership, worked together again this year to jointly develop their legislative priority list to benefit the region and the state. We talked with Doug Newman executive director of the cedar rapids metro economic alliance for those who just may not be aware give us a sense of what the cedar rapids metro economic alliance is and why you got together with the iowa city area business partnership on this particular project
1: the economic alliance is a membership organization here in the cedar rapids region we do economic development workforce development community development, public policy, and business support. We're basically the chamber and the economic development organization for this region. When it comes to public policy, we can be so much more influential and powerful if we speak with a unified voice, both for the business community, but also if we can make the region more than just ourselves. So it's been great to partner with the Iowa City Business Partnership now for four years running and present a unified legislative priorities list when we go to the legislature here starting in January.
0: How important is it for similarly minded groups, similarly situated groups, to get together on a common set of priorities in order to actually affect change?
1: I think it's very important and it's just as so many more voices we represent 1200 business members about 90,000 plus employees in that business membership so we're talking with a lot of voices and a lot of unified voices when we do go to the legislature and certainly we hope that they understand that we're talking for more than just ourselves that we're a representative of the business community and then when you multiply that business community to be not just Lynn County, but Lynn and Johnson County together, and then really beyond that, our seven-county economic region. I do think that it becomes more powerful. You pull in more of the delegation. We were able to get a number of rural legislators there that probably wouldn't have come to a Cedar Rapids-only event. And we were able to get legislators there that represented a number of counties to hear our priorities, start to build those relationships, say, hey, see, ya. see you over in Des Moines in January.
0: If there is a general theme that is dominating the conversation these days, what is it?
1: It's all about workforce. And I'm glad you asked the question. Workforce really winds up meaning a lot of things. So, this pretty long list of priorities, you wind up talking about immigration and childcare and housing, but everything relates back to workforce. If we're talking about community placemaking, it's how do we make this a more attractive community and more attractive region? to attract and retain workforce. If we're talking about child care or housing, it's how do we get people back into the workforce that might be out of the workforce right now? So even under a whole bunch of different labels and a whole bunch of different priorities, the theme is workforce and the need for workers to better drive our economy and the great shortages that, uh, that we're facing across the state of Iowa right now.
0: Obviously, you folks are capitalists, right? I mean, you want business to grow and develop. But you need some government assistance. There are limitations to what government can do. They can't do everything, nor should they in our society, our capitalist society. So what specifically can the Iowa General Assembly do to help you meet these goals that you've set out?
1: Certainly. And I agree with that statement. We believe in business. We believe in private enterprise. And there's a lot that we can do as a business community. But the assist from government comes in a number of ways. And by the way, these tend to be very bipartisan issues. I know we live in a divisive, challenging political climate these days at the federal level and at the state level. But when you're talking about economic growth and community betterment, business success, There is a lot of room for both sides of the aisle to come together on these priorities, and we enjoy working in that space. Uh, I'm not sure that I'd want to work in some of the divisive, chaotic parts of politics these days, but I really do enjoy working on these issues sort of centered to community betterment and business.
0: You've got these broad category specific items within each, but if you were to prioritize the things that are of utmost importance, the things that you're really going to lead with, identify some of those and and tell me what you hope the legislature can do in those areas.
1: We have the long list for those that uh, really love public policy and want to get into the details at our website cedarrapids.org you can read more than 50 specific uh, legislative priorities but they really do categorize in some big overall buckets. We would start with child care. there was some progress last year and I think there was a lot more agreement that didn't quite get to the finish line. So when you look at the task force that the governor put together and some of the recommendations that came out related to childcare, ways to pay child care workers better to get more people into that system. There's a lot of demand there, and that would get workers back. I think that's at the top of the list. We do want to try to protect economic development tools that we have to help grow business, particularly related to workforce. Sometimes things like tax increment financing or research and activities tax credits can get a little bit controversial. We are willing to show return on investments of the taxpayer dollars for those tax incentive programs. And those always remain on top of our list, not to expand them, but just to protect the tools that we have to try to drive those things. A couple quick things that I think business organizations maybe haven't traditionally been in there is a shortage of housing in Iowa and in our communities right now. And it is inhibiting economic growth. That hasn't always necessarily been a business association issue, but it is now. Workforce housing tax credits programs and other ways to incent housing, both in urban and in rural communities, is a big part of our agenda. Another thing I think is very bipartisan in nature is talent development The Governor's Future Ready Iowa program now for a couple of years running has created some good programs, put some funding in place where people can do some training, upskilling people, and hopefully getting more people into the workforce.
0: All of these are obviously important. Some of them might be easier to accomplish. Some might be heavier lifts. All things being equal and we have no enhanced pandemic outbreak or anything else, if everything stays pretty much the same during the next four months of the legislative session, what would you say you would be able to accomplish pretty quickly if people with similar minds just actually sat down and took care of business? What might you be able to get done quickly as opposed to things that might take all sessions?
1: When you look at the work that's been done with some of these task forces, with private citizens, businesses coming together that now have recommendations in front of the legislature and in front of the governor, I think those things have the best chance at getting traction. So child care solutions, more accessible, affordable, quality child care was probably at the top of my wish list. I also do think that it's at the top of the likely to get done list. They made a lot of progress Last year, a couple of things almost got to the finish line. And I think if the legislature and the governor are open-minded to the recommendations of the task force, that those are things that can definitely get done. Some of these other things always sound easy in December, but boy, do they get hard come April. So I have high hopes for some other things. I believe that infrastructure investments and housing and placemaking, quality of life, amenity, construction and projects in communities. I believe that those things are important and they should be bipartisan. But I've also been doing this for long enough to realize that uh, it won't be as easy in a couple of months as it might sound right now.
0: We are competitive, right, within the state. Obviously, the area that you represent, you'd like to see business development there might be nice if it happened in the other half of the state, but you have to take care of your area. But obviously, Iowans work together to try to maintain what we have and attract business from outside the state. What are some of the great challenges that you hear when some of these folks from out of town, out of state, say we'd like to come to Iowa, but other than the weather, which you can't change, but what are some of the things that they say are impediments to them closing a deal in our state.
1: That's a great question and a really important question. I'll talk about three quick things. First of all, we need to do a better job of marketing the wonderful assets that we have. Sometimes as we're doing either talent attraction or business attraction, we come to find out that people don't realize some of the things that are here in Iowa that would be advantageous to them. We are a best kept secret. We don't want to be the best kept secret. But once we get people here, we can often convert business deals and bring more workers. So there is that. We have to do a better job of telling our story about all that we do have. But specifically to the challenges, our corporate tax rate, even with some reform in 2018 that was helpful, remains 48th in the nation from a rate perspective. I do hear some talk about tax reform. I know that gets more partisan and and probably a lot more challenging sometimes in the discussion. That remains an inhibitor to us having corporate tax rates that are among the highest in the country. The other is very simply what we've already talked about. It's worker shortage. When you get companies that are talking about 400 or 500 jobs, the kind of home run that economic developers love to go after, right? Those are the projects that we love to work on and would love to bring to Cedar Rapids and to the ICR region. But companies are afraid of figuring out where they could hire 400 people or 500 people. We are working on answers to that. There are companies that are finding some success in the hiring of workers, but that's always going to be a challenge when we're in that negotiation and when we're in that talk with a business. So worker shortage Corporate tax rates, and then just doing a better job of telling the story about the remarkable place that this is. Please come, please bring your business here, and please, especially from a talent perspective, come and see the remarkable things that we have here in Iowa.
0: Doug Newman, Executive Director of the Cedar Rapids Metro Economic Alliance. You can learn more about the legislative priorities of the Cedar Rapids and Iowa City groups by going to their respective websites. CedarRapids.org or IowaCityArea.com. We spoke via Zoom on Wednesday, December 15th of 2021. The Iowa Business Report radio program and podcast is presented by Advance Iowa, leading successful business, innovation, growth, and transitions. More at AdvanceIowa.com. Support for the Iowa Business Report also comes from the Iowa Business Council, a nonpartisan nonprofit organization working to elevate Iowa's economy through leadership, research, and advocacy. IowaBusinessCouncil.org. The Iowa Business Report airs on dozens of radio stations across the state of Iowa, with podcasts posted right here along with additional IBR extras and IBR business profiles. I'm Jeff Stein for the Iowa Business Report.